Hang on, still. Oh, he's here. Gotta show you the camera, and you're gonna go. Gotta show you that. You know that. Uh, ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I spend so much time watching those stuff. Like. Do you have TikTok? No. <laughs> then where do you watch it? YouTube. Like, on Instagram. Oh, I tried okay. to remove myself from TikTok. Why? Yeah. It's just. Wait, wait. You mustn't. Mm. Well, we're recording. I mean, anyway, no. it all comes together with a Brooks all and comes a together with a Brooks. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Thank guys. you for being Thanks here. Thanks so much for having me. Cheers, everybody. Nice to be here. Cool. Wonderful. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Kaya Cast. Today, we are joined by Jared. We've got Gina. I'm Brad. And joining us today on the Kaya Cast is the incredible director, artist, writer, and what else? Well, you'll find out in this episode. <laughs> Uh, Zenat, thank you so so much for being here and blessing us with your your time and your energy and yeah, the, what what you bring to this space because you've only been here once so far, but it was uh, an impactful visit and I'm looking forward to this one and and many more. Um, can you introduce yourself in like I say five sentences? I don't really care if it's five sentences, <laughs> but so that people understand who you think you are? Well, I'll first start off by saying that I know who I am. Start a thought. Um, I'm known as Fire Director, but I'd like to go by ZK or officially Zenit. Um, my friends call me Zenit, by the way, Brad. So you're my friend. Thank you. <laughs> you can call me by my government well, name. What should we... Um, <laughs> Z's, See how the Z's podcast goes. Z's fine for now, okay. Until the end. Understood, understood. Um, yeah, Fire Director came up with this name, like, I think four years ago. I mean, I've had a dream to shoot movies my whole life as a little girl, you know. I just wanted to sing, dance, make art bring life to the party you know I've always had this tenacity to just bring color through anything it's like it's what I've known for as a little kid but fire director came from the spiritual warfare that I kind of face being a director in my own capacity now and fire symbolizes the burning bush in the bible or the holy spirit in God's presence and it's so crazy because both in the dark aspect of the spiritual realm and the light, fire is both presented, whether you burning in hell or <laughs> God's evolutionary fire. Um, and I, I sort of, I, I'm not even a fire sign or anything to do with that. I just thought, you know, I don't know anyone like me. I don't know anyone that has the skin color like me. I don't know anyone my age. So I'm definitely fighting a spiritual battle to become the first. What do you What do you mean by that? You don't know anyone like you, anyone with the same skin color? I don't know anyone that I can call in my circle and say, hey, okay. I'm, I'm having a challenge as a director mm. facing this huge project. What do I do? Or hey, you know, someone that's really well known in the industry, can you help me or, or guide me in some sense to, to take this on the proper way? I don't have anyone. So you're saying you don't have... Number one, a friend that you can call in the industry and number two, a mentor that could have taught you. Everything I know, I've learned by myself. Yeah. And yes, I have mentors in various different parts of my life, especially film, which I'm very grateful for. They brought me to understanding the, the gifts I have now, but they're all men. I don't know another woman. That's what I mean. 
I don't know another woman like me that's taking on this bold challenge to be a female film director in SA. I don't know. You know, and those that I do know are are fighting their own challenges also. And it's similarly like it relates to the book I'm currently writing. I know you were gonna ask me about it, so let me just <laughs> bring it up in the forefront. Um it's called A Little Girl, Don't Forget to Dream. Because in some other way I was that little girl, you know, in school trying to find guidance and direction to fulfill my dreams and I didn't have any so I write all of my challenges and all of the techniques and literally the way I've manifested my life in my book for girls that are colored women of color all kinds of women actually to read about and 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 have a second thought about life and be like hey I can dream a, a bigger dream essentially yeah but we can go into it yeah. as we <laughs> carry on. Just a side question. I've always like I heard a lot of people saying like, okay, cool, I'm going to write a book. But the actual process of it, how do you sit down and like backtrack through all these years of your life and say, cool, that's what I did wrong here. That's what I did right here. All the way back to, let's say, childhood. Like, how do you like put that together in one coherent? You literally need to take out the, the most important parts. What was the lesson? How, what did you learn from it? those two questions every single time a scenario played out or circumstance or even something great something you should be thankful about what was it that you had to learn and you know how is it being placed in your life right now that's from childhood up until now just like life is a full circle if you actually think about it properly I mean people that I've met three years ago are only popping up in my life now and like we're making some crazy money together, but I met them three years ago and I never knew where to place them. Mm. So life is a full circle and, and I feel like we shouldn't be taking that for granted because like in some sort of energy, how can I say, how can exchange. I exchange, everything is either coming or going. Yeah. So being able to pick up the important parts of my whole life, that's how I wrote Okay. Up until now, I'm like 193 pages, and I'm just like, Ooh. what do I take out? Nice. <laughs> you doing What's this by yourself, like at home on your laptop or pen and paper? <laughs> <laughs> Alone on my laptop. Cool. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm going to completely change tax for a bit, and then we're going to come back to the book because I know you're going to read a little bit, which I'm very excited okay. about. But let's, you know, let's keep things moving. And then, then, and I'm actually loud and, and like hyper. And like, <laughs> please feel free. Like, like, loud and like, like reason music and like, let's go. <clears throat> please do. Let's, let's get into it. You've had a crazy month, couple of months, couple of years, frankly, by, by the look of things. But particularly, you just came back from Joburg. Uh, you were shooting a music video. I don't know how much you can talk about that publicly and what detail you can, <laughs> you know. What you details you can and can't share. Um, <laughs> contextualize that for us. And I know there have been some very interesting learnings about the creative industry and the music industry that, that I'm very excited to hear from you. Right now, I'm going to go through maybe like a week in my life. And then I'm going to take you a week in my life when I was like 18, 19, studying at City Varsity. Okay. Right now, a week in my life is hop on a plane, arrive in Joburg, Durban, wherever we're shooting. Literally go into my hotel, take out my laptop and 
read through seven briefs. Okay, so this is how it's splattered everywhere. I'm signed to various different agencies all around the world. 100 Black Dolphin in Germany, um, Blacklist with David at Milk Forms, and um, I've just literally started to merge with um, We Are The Blacksmith Collective with mm, Diego and Marcus. Yeah. Um, and I've literally looked up to these two guys like my whole entire career and like being placed, you know, in an executive role on their forefront as like their form thing. Like I was like really honored. And then I really knew my powers and my gifts as a director and a creative. So as I'm landing in Joburg, I'm having 3,000 calls on the one side. I have no social life. I'm like, like, it's just hectic, you know? I'm like, I'm so bad with communication because I can't get to everyone right now. I have like, I don't know, artists from all over the world putting me as their close friends. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool, bro. This is what you're doing, like, with your mom right now. Okay, cool. Like, this makes me feel closer to you. And, like, you know, three months ago, I shot a music video for them. Like, for some odd reason that this this is spiritual. Everything that I'm doing as a creative and a director is spiritual. You know, it speaks beyond the human eye. It's not shallow. And I don't feel that people that are shallow or not no disgrace against that but like if you're not deep within you you won't fuck with me you won't get me if you're not deep like you haven't met yourself at a certain point in your life and you haven't faced darkness like we probably won't you know you need to you need to really feel like what what is it what did it take me to get to that certain point Anyway, going back, this is how my mind works actually. <laughs> <laughs> the time. mind of the creative. <laughs> okay, now I'm finished with one treatment, send it through. David hits me up. Z, you know what? Listen, I don't know what you're doing writing these treatments, but your grammar, girl, let's just start there. <laughs> send me an edit page. I'm like, okay, go to back slide. Okay, you know, it's like, what else can you do here? I'm like, okay, I can embed some links. Let me do some coding. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you know, all of these extra things that I'm able to like merge into form, which really works in my favor. And then I have a call coming in from Nigeria and there's a di director saying, hey Z, listen, how do I exchange Naira to rats? <laughs> I'm just trying to shoot tomorrow. And I'm like- You're like, dude, this is really not my no, job. Please call a bank, <laughs> please. <laughs> not even that, like, I don't know, bro. Just decline. Okay, next. And then I'm sleeping and then I'm waking up and I'm like, okay. Do I have time for yoga? Do I have time for the ocean? Do I have time to pray? You know, but that's currently in my life right now, mm. which I'm actually grateful for. Um, you know, it's chaotic in its own way, but it's sweet. Also, it's like this, yeah. but it's sweet. It can definitely be both. Six years ago, I was like sweeping film sets at Cape Town Film Studios, taking two trains to Somerset West, you know, like I know no one knew me. I'm like shooting my short films at City Varsities and speaking to my HOD, like, where's the missing cables? And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't cope, you know? Yeah. So at City Varsity, what did you actually study? What was your course? I actually went to City Varsity to be a makeup artist. And in my first two months, well, <laughs> someone was like, what's going on with this makeup? Da, 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 da. like you know fix this makeup retake retake and i was like who's that guy screaming i want to be him okay, okay. <laughs> so i, I switched <laughs> did you you didn't did you switch your degree 
Um, the entire course, like I was like, I want to do directing. Okay, yeah. so you switched the degree yeah. and then... And I did so well that they like offered me some funding and, you know, compensated. I won body art, I can't remember what it was called back then, but we did special effects body art, mm. okay. like building on these, like, I'll show you some photos, pretty cool. Um, actually, from there, I realized that we can merge color communication art with directing you can merge all of that because in some other way as much as you're writing vision visual language also counts you know mm. and i interned with like graviton i interned with universal music group i interned with sony after that and i've been crazy that's incredible <laughs> quite quite the journey <laughs> um Unless anyone else has a follow-up question, I'm going to pivot again so we can <laughs> go for it, go keep for things it. interesting and then we can come back onto things. You talk a lot, you talk a lot about spirituality and as you've said, it, it, it goes through everything that you do as a director. And I think, I think we're in a very interesting time in human history in terms of how we relate to whatever spirituality as a, as a very broad, you know, term and, and, yeah, how we relate to that other within ourselves and 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 the world. What what does spirituality mean to you? What does it look like to you? Because yeah, I mean you've mentioned aspects of Christianity, but also things like talking about, you know, being a fire sign or, or not and, and yoga and these are all spiritual practices in different ways and different ways of relating to oneself and the other. So yeah, I wanted you to expand on that. Okay. <clears throat> spiritualism okay everyone has a different sort of idea to it but if you really study hard enough you'll find that we all have the same understanding and the only law in terms of spiritualism is love it's the only answer is love let me take it back to like the very beginning and i'm actually going to read a piece of my book because i feel like it just ties in um i'm just gonna randomly choose okay Allow me to explain energy to you, because you won't find it on Google. What explains energy is this invisible white light everyone is born with. It is the orbiting glow surrounding the whole body, and we call it the aura. Through life, the more good you do, the more likely it is to shine. Like when you step into a place, everyone seems to look at you. They want the intrigue. They want to know more about you. What is it about you? They can see this white light, and like when you... Practice your white light even further, like churches, worship, meditation, prayer, yoga, and any ocean activities. You have a healthy lifestyle. You eat the greens that you (laughs) were supposed to eat as a kid. The light shines brighter and you can feel it across the globe in either frequency or vibration. Now, in order to really gain life's treasures, you need to keep your energy clean. What we say, what we eat, what we see, what we read, and what we are exposed to. So to me, spiritualism is based on these factors, consciousness, intuition, honesty, love, willpower, creativity, sexual grounding, and it's all divided into separate forms called the energy feminine and the energy masculine. Um, The male and the female, the yin and the yang, um, and the strong and stable like the mountains represent masculinity and nurturing and empathetic like the ocean is feminine. So, yeah. That's spiritualism well, to me. That was a way more coherent answer than I was expecting. Um, 
sure it looked like you had yeah no i was about to say like a lot of that resonates with me but i feel like it's so easy to forget to connect with yourself in that way or like yeah just like with life being so crazy i'm sure you can relate like it's very easy to move through life unconsciously um and like all of those points are really great reminders and just out of interest um are you vegetarian i'm not okay but it just interested me in the yeah, terms of I'm like what slowly, you put in your body thing i'm slowly trying to i'm, yeah. I'm not perfect you know no but no one is. is yeah i'm also not vegetarian it's an everyday <laughs> process <laughs> so i'm perfect <laughs> okay, no, okay, i'm joking okay. i'm joking, I'm, be, joking. Okay. I'm not even a perfect vegetarian <laughs> okay like <laughs> no. we try i'm the antithesis mm. of believing in anything like perfect vegetarianism or anything like that it's just not true just try like try and make a slightly better decision that works for your body when you can absolutely that's that's what it comes down to i i wanted to pick up on your point um because you do lead a crazy life what's a spider. that, is that? Well, it was a spider <gasps> is it the one uh, i saw yesterday no no it's it was like a Spider, spider, spider. No, 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 I killed it. I killed it. I don't even see my ear. Oh, no, I already killed it. Okay, I'm trying to act normally over. It's gone. In as as Gina said, um, and I think it's a really important point. It is really hard to move like through life consciously at times, and you know we live in a in a world now where we're largely disconnected from any kind of you know religious or spiritual practice to a large degree and life is crazy and it's high octane and it's stimulation all the time of every different kind in your face all the time. What would be your advice to people who, you know, are busy and are achieving at the level that you are, but also how to carve out time for yourself and for your spiritual side and and for your own health? Because I mean, like I know for me as well, it's sometimes it, it just feels impossible and it's just like, I'm working and I'm sleeping and I'm eating. Like, yeah. where do you think there's time? And I, this is actually advice for me. Actually, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I literally just want to write. Um, how do you how do you carve out that 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 balance? I'm so grateful you actually asked because um, you know, there's just so much stuff I want to tell you, but like I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Just we'll start do, and we'll start. See. We'll do a yeah. part like, two. We'll do a part three. We'll figure it out. <laughs> there's an outward feeling and then there's an inward feeling always try and stay inward you know I mean for me I'll take an example on set I mean um I walk on to my own production and like you know we're talking about a full the full thing you know Ari Alexa all the gigs and gadgets and I have like people that's been in the industry for 20 years on my set you know and I'm walking in and I'm like hey no that must be the makeup artist or Hey, okay, no, set design. You set design. Okay, what's up? Good to see you, whatever. And then I come on and I was like, okay, everyone, is everyone ready, you know, starting to give direction? And the same people that greeted me literally look at me and they're like, oh, wait, whoa. And this feeling of, like, underestimation and, like, this energy of, like, can't she really do it? Like, you know, what is her ideas even? Like, why, who appointed her? And all of that. I have to literally tell myself to be inward. I have to find the wholeness every time because you can't help people find wholeness. They need to find it within, you know. I have to like literally breathe and take this the moment in my own self and literally think everything's white light and be like, I absorb from the source and I'm, I have a bigger role to play and I'm ready. And then I keep on, you know. 
in the same aspect, I'm like, I have absolutely no time on my hands. But you know what? I have, I have time for myself. I have time for inner work. I have time to be always inside and not outward. It's so always try and bring whatever's happening inward. That's the best advice but I can give you. <laughs> surely when people underestimate you like that, doesn't, to a certain degree, doesn't it feel good? People think this of you, but actually you've done so much for yourself that um, you, you're in the position that you're in now. Um, yeah, surely that must feel good to a certain degree. Don't you think? I mean, <laughs> that's where like, it's like proving the masculine wrong. and the feminine comes in. Like you're a man. Okay. So you, you know, you, you'll feel that drive. I'm a female. I'm feminine. I'm nurturing. I'm comforting. I'm, I want to hug, you know, I want to feel vulnerable. So like. So where do you think the problem is then? I don't know. Is it a st- I feel like status we, thing? we should readdress the roles we're actually giving women, you know, this equal and let's readdress it. Actually, let's go back. You said we have women rights. What does that actually look like? You know, you said I have rights. I am allowed to do certain things. Am I really allowed to do certain things? You know, am I really your equal? You know, like, I feel like we need to go way back into when it was even put into place and be like, yo, there's some gray areas here and I'm going to feel it and my daughters are going to feel it and my daughter's daughters are going to feel it, you know? So if I'm the first kind, the first one of myself, I want to put it into it now, Mm. you know? That feeling of like, hey, it's ego boost that you don't believe in me. Mm. (sighs) You don't feel that? You signed the paper for me to be here. There's a hundred and thousand of dollars sitting on this job, you know? As much as we emotional beings as women, let's get the job done, Mm. you know? It's not supposed to drive me. In some way, maybe that's something I have to learn and maybe that was a learning experience from from you to me that's why energy exchange is so important to me you know like hey z don't doubt yourself like yes Mm. feed feed whatever it needs to feed and move on in in some sort of way Mm. but i wish i wish i can get to a place a significant role as a director where i can just be on set and be like hi guys and And everyone's excited and everyone knows yeah everyone's like no you know she's about to blow up this place um you know insurance is already sorted out Mm -hmm. you know i i mean i have qualifications especially fixed so like Mm. i kind of can't burn whatever i want to you know (laughs) i mean (laughs) (laughs) amen to that fire director but like do i burn it down or do i put out fires or do i burn it up you know Mm. do i do i add value or do I take value away you know so it's just this take and give all the time and I wish I could feel like hey let me prove you wrong and I hope I hope in my journey of growing as a director I do feel that ego but I've literally tried to kill my ego every day I try to love so deep that ego doesn't count in the way I speak you know like maybe in the outward experience like that's why everyone that that follows me and he's a fan of me or he's a support system. They don't get to see this. Mm. They see the colorful things. They see my Louis Vuitton earrings. They see all of these, you know, and that's literally just outward. Mm. Come within. Yeah. Within is whole, within is nurturing, within is vulnerable. And in the vulnerability, there's power. There's power outside of ego boost. There's power outside of, saying i want to prove you wrong you know mm. yeah get you 
Yeah. That's a... Sorry but that no, had to no, be no. so deep, no, no, guys. No, no. <laughs> go deep. That's we want to go deep. That's a lot cool. to think about because if I was in your position and like, let's, for example, instead of being a female, let's say I'm 21 years old and I walk into a set and then I was like, oh, surely you can't be this person, that person. If I was in that position of power and someone doubted me, that would feel good for myself thinking about it. I'd be like, yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. 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 And I, I mean, think, sorry, when it's like consistent though, you just get like tired of mm. that doubt. Mm. So it's, yeah. yeah. Like if it happened a few times, you'd be like, mm, I'm pretty wrong. Like this mm. is who I am. But I understand like you just want to be recognized from the get go. Like, and yeah, it's like, I, I mean, and maybe I'm sorry. No, please, please go ahead. You're the guest. Maybe I have like imposter syndrome in a in a certain way, and like people watch this and be <laughs> Brad's like, so excited. <laughs> literally, why do you always downplay how much you do for us mm. every time? Like, I would probably someone send me a DM right now watching this. <laughs> Z, yo, you literally made me dream in my dream. You know, mm. you made you you paved the way since I was how old? Like. Bro, you need to start giving yourself a whole lot more credit. Mm. And you know, I don't want that recognition. Nah, I just want the respect. Mm. Mm. Because I feel like being trusted is more than love. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me to do the job. Yeah. I can do the job. Mm. You know? Just just put me on the forefront to to like know that I can. The knowing that mm. I can. I yeah. really want to touch on the imposter syndrome. That's why you get excited. Thing. Unless oh there's something God, else that you want no. to It's like we literally unboxing my book without having to actually <laughs> um, promise i haven't seen it, it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just feeding you prop i'm joking i really oh haven't seen it i just wanted to know how old you are if you don't mind sharing we You're don't have to. to not we yeah. can cut out that whole question if you don't want it just for us okay yeah. okay just yeah. for us i was just from, wondering from you Give them a teaser. Imposter syndrome, I think, is and in conversations that I'm lucky to have with so many incredible creatives, including yourself, where it comes up consistently that everyone who I look up to, like so, so many people who I look up to in the industry are also dealing with imposter syndrome and then I'm dealing with imposter syndrome. And I think it's a, a thing that really affects the whole creative industry. So what I want to ask you is if you had to be talking not to yourself, but to okay. a 20 year old you or, or, or another, a young okay. woman who you relate to, who is five years younger or, or whatever, what would you say to them to help them get over the imposter syndrome? Yeah. Me, okay. I'm younger. I'm listening. <laughs> Talk to Gina. <laughs> Imposter syndrome. Not a lot of people actually knows what that means. Um, you want to explain? Uh, like, I mean, I don't know if there's a dic dictionary definition. Tell me, uh, like, top of your head, what do you think it is? For me, it's, um, well, uh, fundamentally, it's a, it's a fear of being in a space and feeling like you don't deserve to be there. Exactly. Okay. I don't even have to Google it. <laughs> so actually not even just women like even us yeah and mm. everyone watching mm. i feel like something i'd tell everyone is that there's this way that society has nurtured us okay and these limits they put a limit they cap 
the limit to the way we we are meant to be thinking and it's actually higher mm. it's way higher than when you know the normal i or mm. the normal i'm speaking gibberish i am it's way higher consciously than we than what we think mm. it actually is okay society has molded us to think to think a certain way that we are incapable of achieving certain things to keep us boxed in to keep us just here when damn well knowing that our dreams are out of that sphere of keeping us just here and if i could tell my younger self or everyone in the room is that you need to literally get rid of those thoughts even for myself bro it's ever it's it's literally programmed mm. because it's programmed since i was born it's what society wants us to think lack limit you know this it's beyond the sky we can actually manifest our dreams in different ways and actually achieve everything we want in this lifetime but society and i don't know if it's people or i don't know if it's i don't know how the world was created <laughs> it's literally to limit you limit you of thinking outside of all of the things that you want so in terms of negativity and this world being in a repetitive loop that we can't get out of it wants us to keep us there so that we fall behind mm. but the new earth has shifted christ consciousness is here you can feel it you can feel it in yourself maybe in ways that you don't actually want to like what what are you talking about it sounds crazy like it's here more and more of us awakening and imposter syndrome is just a way to keep us closed and limit and limited we need to think beyond and keep on encouraging ourselves like i feel like before you gain a substantial amount of like a great support system or your fans or people that truly love you you need to love yourself you need to be your own hype man you wake up in the morning and be like yo what is imposter syndrome i don't i don't know you think you think you're going to get to me today ah, i'm not going to give you the time and place mm. kind of thing sounds simple but loving mm. yourself Ooh. It's a tough one, yeah. well, at least for me, and I think a lot of people relate. Yeah, but it's I something swear. we should strive towards. <laughs> but just just to mm. to conclude, it's literally to keep you limited to the things that you can do. Mm. Mm. Because there's no World War Three. There's no one. There's toxic masculinity is taking its course. You know, feminine is coming out and playing a role more and more. But it's all. comes it literally all comes down to thinking beyond those negative thoughts yeah cuz it's just going to keep you back all mm-hmm. the time it's thinking beyond the the base programming and i want to quickly uh whatever into a nugget of of brilliance from Eckhart Tolle i don't know if you've read the power of now i have it's blue book yeah it's blue book yeah okay um one of the most incredible books i think for most people to read about consciousness um but he he talks and i'm i'm going to badly paraphrase but it's imposter syndrome yeah but badly he, paraphrase <laughs> I, listen, go I think for it go we're going to paraphrasing of Eckhart Tolle is probably not going to be as good as Eckhart Tolle um but maybe we'll see actually let's back myself it's been, yeah it is um, take it out he talks about the the separation of your thoughts and you and and how your first reaction to something is how you've been programmed to think and if you allow yourself to be ruled by your first reaction or your first thought to 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 what's happening you are living out your programming 
Whereas, and, 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 and as soon as you start thinking about it, and I would recommend people read the book because it's, it's really succinctly explained, but there is very real separation. And if you think about it for a second, really, you, you realize it between you and your thoughts. They are very different things because it, if you take a second, you can observe your thoughts and you can observe what trains come into your brain and, 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 and how things work. And you are, there, there's separation there because, and, and he, you know, refers to it as, you know, is, is that what your soul is? Is that, is your soul what's watching your brain? Um, but I think it's, it, it is really important because on one hand, it is obviously a lot easier said than done than to just, you know, push away the thoughts that of self-doubt because they seem so just, they're there, you know, what are you going to do? But you have the power to, to look at those and to change the narrative of what you're telling yourself. Wow. And I mean, there's neuro, you can look into neuro-linguistic mm-hmm. programming, there's all sorts of things, you know, and, and there's science behind all of this that confirms it and you can reprogram or, or alter what that programming is and how you look at yourself because i agree you know especially in the creative industry where it's an industry that has been limited so much by external factors and internal factors and and whatever where doubt is a natural part of of the process and it almost has to be but you have to also we have to have the ability to fight against the intrusive thoughts of self-doubt that are there exactly like you said to just put you down and to stop you living up to to your most to your utmost potential and it's an abundance mindset thing which i mean you you touched on as well is think you've got to be able to think more and give yourself credit for more um than than what the programming has told you you're capable of let me ask the room a question mm. if you were there <laughs> yes, Tara. Um, have you ever <laughs> gotten past the self-doubt where it's really a sinking hole like openly you don't you know tell me have you ever like really found yourself not being able to progress from those those kind of thoughts okay so not moving beyond it like becoming worse Mm. (laughs) let Jared answer (laughs) For me, at least, in terms of self self doubt, it's like a like a cycle. It goes up and down. Like literally, one day I can wake up, like yeah, I'm pretty sick at what I do, and then the other day I wake up and I'm like, mm, I don't know. So it's a never ending like up and down thing, which I think in on one side is healthy, because me thinking that I'm the best at something all the time is only going to lead to my downfall. So having some like being humble sometimes, Amazing. like thinking like, I'm not the best. I'm never going to be the best unless I get to that point. Like there's always going to be someone, I believe there's always going to be someone better than you. If I get to the top, someone eventually is going to go above me. Amazing. That's, that's the way I think. So I think self-doubt is actually quite a healthy thing in my mind. In, in manageable mm. doses. In yes, yes. Yeah. Like yeah. that up and down. See, no, but, not everyone, I'm, you're going to go now, eh? But not everyone gets to think like you. Mm. Not everyone mm. had the opportunities that you got, mm. you know? I'm trying to readdress the kids that don't get to think like that. Mm. I've literally lost so many people to depression and suicide. And like that is the opposite of spiritualism. Mm. So once you get into the dark ruts of things, and there's like, you pass the self-doubt where it's supposed to like, move you in and propel you 
further to become the best. It's literally killing people. Mm. And like, I want to like shift consciousness through my work so that people get to think outside of that self-doubt programming, you know, it's worked for you. I mean, I don't know what school you went to and I don't know what, but like these kids literally killing each other that we don't Mm. know about outside of this, you Mm. know, and if we even go further outside of that, and I mean, these kids look like us, they're not given the same opportunities and that's the scope. I'm not just trying to touch un- underprivileged and, you know, destituted mm. kids. I'm trying to touch beyond that. Mm. Kids that don't have schools. Beyond that, like Nigeria. Mm. The parts of Nigeria that have no roads. Beyond that, Ethiopia. Like, you know, like, yeah, mm. how do we that, do that as a collective? Mm. Touching on that as well, like you said, some of them don't have the opportunity to think the same way I have. But, like, if you think about like the job that you're doing now, the job that we are doing now, we are working hard. But let's say I heard this this quote, Elon Musk, right? He probably works super hard. He has the same amount of hours in the day as we do, but he's probably working the same, if not less than the guy at the corner store mm. that's running three corner stores across one block. You know what I mean? Probably working the same or, or less. So um, I think it's a problem of they are working hard they're just not, they're putting in the same input, just not getting the output that we are getting. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think that's where the problem comes in, the opportunity for them to realize that, because um, I mean, back in the day, like if you think people working in factories, right? The amount of hours you put in is the amount of pay you get. These days, like you can, you could go and set now and direct for two hours and that could be the biggest, or two hours is underplaying it, but you know what I mean? That could be the biggest music video, like, for the year. Or you can go and set for, let's say, three days, and that music video gets 10, 10 views. You know what I mean? So the amount of, the, the difference between input and output these days are yeah. much bigger. Therefore, people, um, again, self, self-doubt comes into play. There's a lot of dif- difference in that, um, that's a lot more variable. Yeah. And it's that like can all lead, the odds are yeah, against them. That can lead yeah. to people, as you say, killing themselves because they think that that is always going to be the output when the output can be to both extremes. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And I think, yeah. I think the creative industry is, we, we live in a society that's been built, you know, societally we're largely still structured like the Industrial Revolution in yeah, the just broader modernize. terms, right? Yeah in terms of how we value time and how we value people and how we value skills and, and all of these things. And as a, in terms of our technology and our capacity, we've evolved far beyond that. But societally, we haven't caught up with all of those things, how we value the creative, how you value thinking. You know, there's so much societal value placed on can you produce the same thing the same way this every hour and and those are the people in professions that get paid consistently and you know have there's a there's a measurable standard for work and it's if you do this you'll hit it if you do this you'll miss it whereas we live in a society now that's so much more complex and especially in the creative industry where we're dealing with you're dealing with your art and your creative product and there has to be heart that goes into that and to 
then have that associated with your, you know, your professional value. And, and like Jared said, it's, it's not a thing where you're producing the same thing the same way every day. It's a, it's a completely different experience every time that, you know, there's so many factors that go into it. And I think it's, yeah, I think in the creative industry in particular, in particular, we need to be talking about how we value people. Yeah. How we make sure we value people properly and people feel valued as they should. And I mean, it's, it's far from an easy um, conversation to have and uh, an easy answer, but yeah, I think that's, that's where like my line of questioning around, around the imposter syndrome comes from, because it does seem to me from the conversations that I've had that it's, it's rampant and everyone you look up to feels it. I also feel there's a somewhat encouraging aspect to that yeah. in a way for a young, yeah. when you're the young one, yeah, because you're going, Sure, I don't feel like I belong, but if that person doesn't feel yeah. like maybe you and and maybe maybe that helps people deal with it a bit more is going well and 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 I think that's the importance of us having this conversation here is that for someone who is 20 and thinking about becoming a director but hasn't before seen someone in you know who who they relate to in that position seeing you here having this conversation and talking about how you have imposter syndrome, and they're going to go, how? You know, she's definitely there. And I think that having that conversation, and it's encouraged, I know it's encouraged me, has been so helpful because it helps you just go, okay, so that is just the negative thoughts, the intrusive thoughts coming to sabotage. Yeah. Because if they feel it, because from We're my perspective, human, it's, it's at the end of the day, obviously all they human. belong there, yeah. you know, and I think it's, it's really, that's, and that's the value of these conversations happening and it's, and it's, it's the strength in the vulnerability. Okay, I just want to find some, I want to find out one thing. Please. Okay. If you are my people. So <laughs> raise a hand. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you relate. Okay. You and me? You and me? With okay. you. Raise a hand if you question the status quo. Okay. <laughs> Raise a hand if you're pushing creative, the creative world forward. Mm. No, we are. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, with the chest, with the chest. Raise a hand. I'm just, I'm trying to find my people here. Mm. So, I don't know. In this, in <laughs> this feels process. like a game where someone gets X. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's getting voted on fire. In the same way. I might just find like my mm. lifetime, like like my lifelong friends mm. in the room because you know. Okay, wait. My last question: mm. raise, raise a hand if you're at the right place at the right time. You know and feel that you're at the right place at like, the right time at certain like, times. At right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, Ouch. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. Jared. Okay. 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 Well, now, I'm interested in Jared's answer. <laughs> okay. No, Jared, like. No, nothing against you. I appreciate it. But that's how I can tell, like, you know, how I find people that I can, like, strive for and, like, unconditionally love and nurture and grow with, you know, because I probably will see you mm. soon. Everything counts. My thing is, like, I'm able to really touch on why am I here? What significance do I play mm. in this moment? How aligned am I and how can I bring value to the room? Mm. That's how I move. In every, when I wake up, I'm like, 
I don't do anything without intention. I have to do everything with intention. Like whether it is manifesting my next car or how much, you know, wealth I'm bringing home to my family. I literally do everything with intention. So like meeting you guys and being here, I'm very grateful. Very grateful to share an intimate space and talk and be one. And and thank you for being here. Mm. I do want to actually, <laughs> I, I'm like very interested because I know, I, I saw you think about it. Yeah. And, and I want to know what. Yes. Yes. Cool. Yes. Yes, yes you yes, can do a battery it. swap. Yeah. Okay, okay, so coming back to Jared saying he doesn't feel like he's at the, at the, how right do you place at it? the right yeah. time. Yes. Yeah. And you said, <laughs> I Joseph, say, I know you've now you changed the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've changed the comprehension yeah. question. <laughs> you said you might <laughs> meet him in the future. Maybe when you meet him in the future, he'll be at a different place in well, this no, circle. So, I want to know what I want to know what you mean. Okay, yes. so that's the thing. So you asked, do you feel like you're in the right place at the right time right now? Hmm. Now, my rebuttal to that is why do you feel like you're in the right place? No, 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 I want your answer first. Because for me, there's nothing in this exact moment that makes me feel like, okay, cool. Like, I'm so glad I was right here sitting in this moment that would change the, the course of my life going forward. Okay. Do you understand? Okay. So, so but, but if normally, you change that. Sorry? If you change the way you're thinking right now, you can propel even further into your life. If you move with intention in every second of your being in your awake to to being awake to when you're asleep you'll get further to your dreams than you think you can i'm just saying you know no, no, I, I get you but then by that science. logic does that mean wherever you go you feel like you're in the right place you're brought there for a reason you know okay interesting. literally interesting i mean like i think my like interpretation of of the question and i think you're just answering from a different place as well is Yeah, there's something coming down. <laughs> it's a painting. Oh. Um, <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to 111. I um, love this. I love this. like 9-11. This is generally... Like, you, you must know the heavy things you, we have yeah. hoisted down this What's building What's it hanging on? It's literally it's floating. No, there's a rope behind oh, that. Oh, it's just blocked. Are you kidding? That's crazy. Like... Yeah, I, 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 I think I get about it like less literal. Yeah, I, th I, I think I get where you're coming yeah. from. Because like, don't get me wrong, like, I'm really enjoying this. I find <laughs> you very interesting. Yeah, it's just in this moment, there's nothing for me that is like life changing. There's this. not like a light bulb yeah. moment of. But but normally, like on other things, this like uh, you would you would think in the future, like I get home tonight, and then you think about it, and you're like, like oh fuck, I'm so glad I was there mm. and had the conversation. Mm. So then you think, okay, cool. Just so happens that. I didn't have to finish mm. that edit mm. and I was lucky enough to be on this podcast. Mm. Therefore, I was in the right place at the right time. If you think about it that way, then yes. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. You, uh, where you were answering from. So mm. I think on that note, we're going to have to wrap things up. But there's always an opportunity for the last the no. last question it's not a last or, question or, kind or, of or thing moment. well oh actually yeah, let's do a last question what's your favorite set you've been on directed on um i'm allowed to say it you're allowed to say whatever the hell you want yeah. <laughs> okay uh let me not 
do that one because I literally sounded uh, India for a Netflix series. Uh, I wish I could. Um, but so far, I have to say, yeah, I love. I've loved every single set I've been on. I'm sorry. I don't have a favorite. I'm sorry. It's bad. It's just... If that's how you feel. It's like every single time I've learned something new, I've literally used it in every other aspect. Mm. Whether it is framing to lighting to like, you know, gimbal shots to trippy frame rates. It's like shit. Like, you know, Mm. I get to use the narration to my power from every single set. And the thing is... The more challenging my sets become, the easier it gets for mm. the next one. You mm. know, every single time it just gets better. And the thing is, what makes you a true creative? I believe this solely with my whole heart. Mm. Is improvisation. Mm. What can you do with the little you have? Mm. You know, constraints you are. That big budget you're talking about. Don't get married to your ideas. Jason Howes was my first mentor ever, and I think he's like. I'm writing a book, writing a series right now, but like it's really, it's off grid completely just to focus. And I, and I honestly, I still take my hat off for that man because like the grit he has is the grit I only wish to have, you know? And he's like, Z, never get married to your ideas. You think it's pink? You come to the day it's purple. You think it's, you know, you come to the day you have no smoke machine, do something about it. Deal with it. Just buy 10 vapes. Yeah. Why do you have on your on your seats? You know, when I'm skinny with like Afrobeat artists from yeah. Nigeria, in case the smoke and they're machine like isn't there. dripping in their Gucci, and I'm like, Hennessy? Okay, cool. I'm not, <laughs> you know, I don't keep you happy. That's cool. That's Fine. and it's just like it's improvisation. It's like, what can I do more with the little I have? Well, Beautiful. on that note, because I think that was a great wrap up note. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Kaya Cast. Fire Director, thank you so much for being here and, and spending your time and energy with us. Thank I really, so really appreciate it. Me. Looking forward to the next mm-hmm. one um, and looking forward to uh, various other things that will happen in the future, in the very near future. So keep an eye out for that. And whatever Netflix thing that it was So Make sure you go follow. Uh, her on Instagram so that you can find out about whatever that was um, and we look forward to seeing what uh, whatever else comes comes from, from your work. Cool. So Jerry, can I talk to you after time. this? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Cool.